Welcome back to New to Medical Device Sales. I am your host, Jacob McLaughlin, and coming to you guys tonight, actually, not today, tonight. Uh, it's about 9.30 at night. Wanting to get you guys an episode. Uh, if you guys are watching on YouTube, you are looking at a disgusting mustache, I have been told, or a great mustache. You know, it's whatever, whichever way you like it. Uh, you know, I've been told that I need to shave it off, and I've been told I need to keep it, you know, so I Got a lot, a lot of mixed reviews, but that has nothing to do with medical device sales. I just wanted to share that just in case you guys are looking and wondering what's going on. Um, I watched Top Gun several times. It took me several weeks just to be able to grow a mustache. Uh, so I'm going to rock it until, you know, I just, I'm sick of it. So we are rocking and rolling on this Thursday night coming to you guys. <laughs> but I just am excited to come to you guys today because, you know, tonight's actually our 101st episode. So if you guys are listening to this, I've been able to put out 101 episodes about medical device sales, teaching people how to break into medical device sales, my journey, everything I've done, um, and just be able to see where this has taken us, uh, where we're at now, being able to connect with you guys and just everything that's happened. It's just literally been amazing. Um, and I can't thank you guys enough. So I just want to say thank you to you. Because without you guys, this wouldn't be a thing, uh, you know, and, and being able to get on calls, you know, this this last couple of weeks with the course going, it's been awesome. I've been on more calls than I've ever been on. Uh, you know, if you guys are interested, feel free to like schedule. We can get a get you guys on a Zoom call, go over any questions that you have. Uh, but yeah, it's just been fun. I've been on today was, I think, 10 calls, you know, and I got I'm waking up at 6 a.m. to get on calls tomorrow as well. So like I said, when I when I tell you guys I'm going to get back to you, I, I get back to you. Uh, but again, I just want to say going in, we're over 100 episodes. Uh, it's just been a fun journey. It's fun to look back at, you know, the journey of where we've started uh, when I literally picked up a camera and started recording as a personal trainer to where we're at now. It's it's just been surreal. So just again, thank you to you guys. I just want you to know that. And then just do want to talk about real quick with the course, if you guys haven't. We have a new course out uh, where I teach people how to break into medical device sales. The most exciting part is, you know, I've been able to help over 350 people at this point break in with some of the top companies in the world with no sales experience or with sales experience doing both um, and, and just being able to, you know, have it figured out on, you know, how to help you guys, how to get it in. And so this course, literally, I wasn't even planning on doing one and then things turned into another. I had a bunch of people reach out. A lot of people wanted to go in this and I thought this would be a great option because compared to other options. Um, you can go spend your money, but they're not going to really show you how to do it. And again, I've lived it. I've done it. I've got the offers. I still get the offers. Um, you know, there, there's things that still happen in this life and, and I help a lot of other people get the offers. And so what I tell you guys is just everything that I preach. So again, uh, with my course, just so you guys know, I'm only allowing five people because I'm not here just to get a bunch of people in. I'm here to make it very small. Um, and I wanted to be able, because you guys are going to get me, I'm going to be helping you through the journey. There's bi-weekly phone calls that we get on. And that's actually what sparked. Uh, today's episode is stuff we went on in that those bi-weekly calls and I recorded and we, we ended up talking about two hours in there. And so it, it was a lot of fun. But again, it's just, I just want you guys to know it's, it's been a lot of fun to see where it's happened. It's great to have, you know, the first people in the course, um, just going with the launch and, and having it go. And so again, every month I'm going to be allowing only five people um, with that. It does get very competitive. And just so you guys know, I'm happy to get on Zoom calls, answer any questions that you guys have, uh, because you guys can go check the notes in the uh, link in the description, or you can check out the course because it's going to go into detail about everything. And then if you guys got questions about anything, happy to answer anything. Um, so again, I'm, I'm really excited to share that with you guys. But now that we got that out, 
let's get into the podcast episode why you guys are here you know and so what today today's episode's all about is something i see all the time it's questions i get and why i have to tell people why not to do this and so the episode's going to be titled why you're not going to go after just one company right or don't put all your eggs in one basket or whatever you want to call it right but it's why why you shouldn't go after one company in medical device sales and let me expand on that so when i'm telling you guys don't go after one company I don't mean it's not okay to have favorites. It is. You can have your favorites. You can have number one, two, and three. You can have your top five, right? Who you want to go after, who you want to be with. But the most common mistake I hear from people trying to break in is they're like, I'm not going to talk to anybody else. I need to focus all my time on just one position that's open. And that's all I want because it's my dream job. I hear that all the time. Oh, it's my dream job. You don't even know up from down in medical device sales. How's this your dream job, right? <laughs> so. That's the conversation. And let me go into detail why I'm saying this to you guys. Everyone tells me, oh, I'm going to focus all my time on this because, oh my gosh, it's just my dream job. I want it. I need it. Well, let me tell you why that doesn't work majority of the times. Now, I'm not saying it never does. For example, Roxy, who was just on here a couple of weeks ago, you know, she got in with her first company um, that she interviewed with within six weeks. She got it. That's awesome. That's a very rare story. That doesn't happen very often. Uh, But again, Roxy's awesome and she, she crushes it. And there's a reason that happened. But the reason I'm going into detail about that is when you guys are just going into one and you're putting all your hope into one, now when you go through the third interview and the, you're all jacked because they're like, oh my gosh, I'm getting moved on. And then they call you and they're like, hey, sorry, we just decided to go with an internal candidate. Best of luck. Bam. Guess what happens when that, when you get that call? You went from being in the interview process where you thought you were going to get a job to now you are literally at square one. You're back to zero. You don't know up from down. You have to literally now start networking all over again, which over the last couple of weeks, if you guys would have just kept networking and kept making relationships and kept building that, you might've been already going through the interview process with one or two more other companies. But now because you just wasted all that time because you're going to put all your power into one, you just lost it. And And the reason I'm saying this to you guys is majority of the people who are telling me this are the same people who don't have sales experience, right? The same people who are going through their first interview process. Like I told you guys a million times, this is a roller coaster. And I, I just had this talk today. I, I say this to people on the phone, you know, um, they're always like, oh, I'm prepared. I'm ready. Okay, cool. Let's test it, baby. And I say this because most people calling me don't have sales experience like I didn't, right? And I always ask them, hey, you're going through the interview process. We have somebody who has, uh, is from ADP, is a president club winner, and they know how to sell and they've proven that. You don't have sales experience. Why would we choose you? Every single person I've asked that question to, zero, goose egg, no answer. Just like you guys right now, if you thought that answer, you would you'd start talking about it and you would stumble. You'd go, um, uh, uh, and right away, you just lost the interview because you don't understand what they're looking for. And the reason I'm getting like, I get so into that is because those same people are the same people telling me, oh, I'm going to crush the interview, right? It's good to have confidence, but you don't know what you don't know. It's like when you play varsity sports, right? I played college and basketball. It's like, hey, I'm shooting hoops. I know what I'm going to do. And then you play the first two minutes of a real college game and you're like, holy crap, this is a little different, right? And it takes some time to have the game slow down. The first two minutes are super quick. And so it's no different than your interview process, guys. When you're trying to break in, you think you know how to go through an interview process because you listen to all my podcasts. But wait till you're in the room with four other people and they're telling you why you suck and why they have better candidates and why you're not a good person for their job and see how you react. Because in your car, it's easy. On the, on the treadmill, when you guys are walking, it's easy to answer. Like, yeah, I'm the best. I'm a, this is why, right? 
I did it. I've done it, right? It de- but when you get in there, it doesn't work that way. Um, and that's why I encourage everybody, even if it's not your dream job, go after because guess what? The worst case scenario, you get the job offer and you say no. You know, I talk about that all the time. My first job offer I ever got, I said no to. The first job ever offer from Zimmer Biomet that I got offered, I said no to because I had stuff, other stuff in the work and it just didn't feel like the right uh, fit at the time. And so that's what I'm just telling you and encouraging you guys. That's what you got to be thinking about. That's what you got to think like. You know, it, so the reason is there is, again, point one, don't put all your eggs in one basket because when you put all your eggs in one basket, guess what? Bam. When that basket closes, even if you go to the final interview, even if it's between you and one other person, and we talked about this, Ivan last week talked about this all the time, he'd go to the final and they chose somebody else. Bam, now he's back to square one, right? And that's why I encourage you guys, you can't just be talking to one because when you just talk to one, when they don't choose you, if they don't choose you, and you spent all your time, well, you just lost out on weeks and months of making other relationships and being able to help yourself, you know? And then number two, point two, I... I'm thinking about this as I'm looking at my notes, but the one I forgot is when you guys are just the only person in the interview process, for example, if they ask you and they're like, hey, are you talking to any other companies? And you say, no, I'm focused on you. Well, guess what? When you don't have sales experience, you think that's a positive because you're trying to be committed to these uh, these companies and you know how they look at it? A negative. Should we really take a shot if no other but nobody else is interested on this person? Should we really? be the one that takes the shot for this person to flop or maybe they kill it, but they could flop, right? You know what doesn't happen when you have four other offers on the table or you're interviewing with, when I, every time I, when I name drop Zimmer, Johnson & Johnson, you know, when I strike or when I name drop those to all my other companies that I was interviewing with, guess what? I got pushed back even, I got pushed forward even faster. Because they're like, man, this guy's going with the big guys. They're going with the big dogs. We want to be a part of that race. And then if it's the other big dogs, like if you guys know at, by this time, again, I don't say it on the podcast, but by this time, you guys should know who I work for if you guys look me up. Like when I go to my company and tell them that Johnson & Johnson, Stryker, and Zimmer's all looking at me, guess what they're doing? Well, this person's pretty good. We better look at them. We better make sure that we get them because if they're interested, we want the best talent, right? That's what people forget about this. They think you're, you think you're being committed. They think they're taking a risk and that's the difference. So something to think about when you guys are talking about eggs in one basket. Number two, I always talk about do the job to get the job, right? Guess what I don't do. I don't have one account. I don't have one doctor. I have 30 accounts that I need to talk to. And each account is just as important as the next. No matter if the one's my top account or the other one's the bottom account, they all are important. So I have to be able to multitask. That's why I got seven phone calls and with an hour of each other. And I'm having to, they're all different ones. And I'm getting emails. Guess what? Can't chose show favorites. Can't be like, no, nah, you don't matter. You don't make me that much money. And oh, but you make me a lot of money. So I'm going to give you everything, right? Can't do that because you'll lose an account real fast, right? And the reason I'm saying that is that that's the job. You guys think that, oh, I'm going to put all my focus into one. Guess what? I it's not real life. I say, do the job to get the job. When I come in here, I'm not only focused on one of my accounts. I have to focus on all my accounts. I got to be the rep for all of them. And every single one has to feel important. And one of them starts not feeling important. Guess what? That's a perfect time for the competitor to start coming in. That's when hospitals and doctors start looking for the competition because they're like, I'm not getting fulfilled with what I have right now. Right? So even though you guys think you're doing the right thing of just, oh, I'm only talking to one company. I'm only focused on one. Guess what? Once you break into the industry, you don't have just one doctor. 
You don't have just one account. You got a lot. You got to balance it. And that's, again, that's why I tell you guys you should be practicing it because everybody always tells me, oh, I don't want to get too overwhelmed. What, what do you think you're getting into? What do you think when you get 11 calls and 18 emails in one hour and you're in a different, uh, in a different state and you got to get surgery set up for the next day and you're not even there? You think that's just a roll in the park? No, like that's real life. And so that's the fire drills you can't plan for. But I'm saying that because I hear this all the time. They'll be like, oh, I'm, I'm interviewing with one company and I'm giving it all. It's the hardest thing I've ever done. Well, it's about to be a rude awakening once you guys get in because it's not like that, especially with, you know, when you got four or five interviews. Like I say that all the time. How do you think I, how do you guys think I got three job offers within 24 hours? Because I was going through five interviews at the same time. And they're like, people tell me all the time, ah, oh, but that's just a lot. You know, I, I want to be focused. I don't want to be, I want to be able to give my full effort. Well, it's not going to work because I can't do that when I'm in my job now. I got to multitask. I got to be able to think about things on the spot. You know, when I ask you guys those tough questions, you think I talk to a doctor and a doctor just is asking me layups all day? No way. They're trying to tell me why I, they shouldn't work with me. And I got to have conversations with them, right? That's the talk I'm trying to have with you guys. So something I want you guys to think about. It's not the actual job. Do the job to get the job. But if you think you're just going to talk to one account and one doctor and one person the whole time you're in medical device sales, you're, you're in trouble. Because guess what? Even if you did, and even if you talked to one of the highest volume doctors, most likely that highest volume doctor is still not going to be enough to pay, get your quota and get you paid. So you got to learn how to multitask and be able to go through it and go through the process. And let's just go into it. You guys, all it's going to do is give you better practice. When you guys are doing this, it's only giving you better practice because I take it back and I say this all the time. Like it's like watching film because I was an athlete, right? Well, the first time you see it, it's like, oh man, I didn't expect that to come. But once you watch film and you watch what they do 16 times over film, guess what? You go out on the court, you see it happen, bam, blow it up because you already knew they were going to do that, right? And that's the same conversation when we're talking about interviews. The first time you get asked that question I just asked you about, you don't have any sales experience. We have someone who's ADP and a president club winner and they've proven sales or proven that they can do sales and you don't, you can't prove anything. Why would we choose you? 19 out of 20 of you guys wouldn't have no answer. But you know what? You hear this podcast five times and you go over that question. Well, maybe if you see it in an interview one of these days, you'll have the answer for that, right? Because you already saw it. I already asked you it. So now when a regional manager asks you that, you feel prepared. That's the conversation to have. You guys think you're doing yourself a service. You're doing yourself a disservice because the likeliness of you getting a job is very low especially if it's your first interview, especially if you're not talking to a couple of them because you haven't seen it. You don't know the tough questions. Like I tell you guys, this is one of the hardest industries to break into. You can, I know you guys are confident, but guess what? I didn't get my first job. I went through like 14 interviews with different companies. And that's how I got really good at this, right? It just takes practice and then you got to repeat it. So again, that's why I want you guys to continue to do this. And then the last thing, this is the most important. And I already kind of touched on it before but it's the negotiating part. Because guess what? If you just have one and they tell you your base is your base or whatever it is, it, it is, bam, that's it. And guess what? It's the company you're with. But guess what happens when I have four top companies in the world to choose from? Hey, Stryker, Johnson Johnson's offering me this. What do you, what, I, I really want to work with you, but I also, you know, this the $15,000 difference, that, that does make a difference and, you know, and it kind of helps with my decision. Is there any wiggle room? 
Is there any place where you guys can come up? Guess what? They might be like, yeah, you know what? We really want you. Yeah, I think we can match that or we can get pretty close to that. Perfect. You just made yourself more money doing the exact same thing. But if you don't do that, you can't do that. And also, people are like, oh, I just got this one job. Well, maybe that, maybe you want that job, but maybe you don't. But guess what? When I got four options to choose from, which one's the best? Which has the best work-life balance? Which one has a good financial opportunity? Which one has a good territory? Which team do I bond with the most, right? These are all things that come into questions to be asking. So when you guys are thinking about that, that's what you should really be deciding. And the last thing I'll say is I say this all the time. Guess what? If you're just the one person, everyone's like, "Mm, again, should I take a shot on her or should I take a shot on him? I don't know if we should do this. But guess what? When you got four other offers, you're the pretty girl at the ball. Everyone wants to dance with you. And now you're like, "Mm, which one should I choose? Right? And the reason I joke about that, and and that's a funny thing to say, but the reason I do say that is because, again, when Stryker hears that J&J wants me, Stryker wants me even more. When Zimmer hears that Johnson & Johnson wants me, Zimmer wants me even more, right? But everybody thinks it's the opposite. Everybody thinks, oh, if I tell Zimmer Johnson Johnson wants me, Zimmer's going to be like, ah, sorry, you you better go with them. No, because you're going into sales. They want the best salespeople. So they're going to sell to you while your company. And that's where I go back, right? Even though I was breaking in, I made these companies, these companies interviewed me, but I interviewed them because I'm like, I know I'm good. I know I have a lot to offer a team. Which team is going to be the best for me? Which company is going to be the best for me? And I made them interview me, but I also interviewed them, made sure that they was a good fit for where I was going to go, right? And so that's the conversation that needs to come in here. And when you guys are going into your negotiations, right? Because I say this all the time, guess what happens when I get a call from J&J and they're like, hey, we want to offer you. And then I am calling my company I'm with now. And I'm like, hey, you know, I, I really want to be with you guys. You're my top choice, but I do want to let you know that these guys offered me. And I need to respect them because they believe in me and they want to give me an offer. And I told them I'd give them three days. They asked if I could give them an answer in three days. You know, guess what happened? My uh, interview with somebody else got moved up pretty dang fast, even though it was dragging their feet because I was the top choice and that's what they wanted me. Right. So again, you guys, it's never a brag or anything. This is just why you guys need to be thinking outside the box and why it's better to be talking to multiple companies than just one because you And let me just make this very clear. You think you're being loyal. That's what you think when you say you're doing that. But you're only hurting yourself because you're actually making yourself not as sellable because people are like, I don't know if I want to take a shot on this kid. Because guess what? If Stryker's the only one thinking about you right now, they're like, well, why why aren't any other companies thinking about this? If this kid is so great, if this person's so awesome, like they say they are, they do all the hard work that they said they have, then why is nobody else offering them? Why aren't they going through the interview process with anybody else? That's what actually happens. But you guys think you're being very, you know, faithful and cordial. But guess what? The company you're being faithful to will be like, hey, sorry, you're a great candidate, but we want some with somebody else. Good luck with everything. Never talk to you again. Right. And that's it. Sometimes you guys got to go through that and just learn that. <laughs> but it sucks. I'll be honest. I've been there. I've been in a company where I went through five weeks. And then after five weeks, they told me I'm going to the finals. And then the VP ghosted me. And then I get a call from a recruiter. Oh, a day later, and they're like, hey, sorry, they went with an internal candidate. After they just told me that I had the job, I just had to talk with the VP and get the okay. That sucked, right? But if I would have had no other companies, that would have really sucked. And then I would have had to start all over. But when you're going through the process with more multiple companies, then it makes it a little easier. So again, I hope this was helpful, you guys. 
I always appreciate you guys. I, I want you to feel free to reach out. Like I said, I get on so many phone calls now and I make time for you guys and I really enjoy being around you guys. And I just want you to know that if there's ever any questions, feel free to reach out on me, LinkedIn. We can set up a Zoom call if you guys are interested in the course, happy to go over anything. But again, just so you guys know the course, I only allow five people in each month. It will restart on July 1st, which is tomorrow, Friday. Um, but again, just so you guys are completely, I'm completely transparent with you. We did sell out last, or we, we filled all the spots. And so we're filling, I expect to fill all the spots each month. It's going it, to, the price is going to go up because I'm trying to keep this very small and personalized. And you guys get my time. You get my phone. Like I literally was on the call with one of my girls today for an hour and a half that I was talking to her about the situations, right? That's what this is all about. You guys aren't just getting the course. It's a, it's a self-paced course. You guys go at it. It's going to teach you everything you need to do. You do A, B, and C, you'll get this result. You'll be in the interviews. You do this in the ABC, you'll get the results. But you know, that's how it's structured. That's what I teach. Um, but it saves you guys a lot of time. But again, it is it is filling up fast. And again, the reason I have it so small is because I want to make sure that I give all my time and my attention to the people that are in it um, because I'm here to get you guys hired. And that's that's the goal of everything. So. Again, if you guys are interested, the the link is down in the description. Um, again, it's just going to be my new to medical and then there's going to be a, a tab for course, and you guys can go check it out. There's videos on there, there's testimonials on there. Uh, any questions can get answered. Again, feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn. Happy to go over any questions that you guys might have about it. And then if you guys are watching on YouTube, press that like and subscribe button. If you're listening on a podcast, the five star review really does help us grow this channel, help more people out there. And then again, feel free to reach out on TikTok, Instagram, uh, new to medical device sales, our YouTube, new videos out or new podcast every Friday, also day in the life of a, a rep vlog. So that's exciting as well. So you guys can see what a day in the life of a rep actually looks like if this is the first time you guys are tuning in. But at the end of all of this, guys, you know how I feel. 101 episodes down, many more to come. And I just want you to know, I truly appreciate all of you. Uh, you guys have been such a big blessing to my life. The people I've met through this journey has been absolutely amazing. I've met so many great friends. I've met so many great people. I've been able to help so many people achieve their dreams, just like I've been able to achieve my dreams and get into a spot where financially and, and other things that I'm just very rewarded and I feel very thankful for. And that's just my goal with other people. I want to get you to that spot. I want you to get to the point where you don't, you know, you're you're happy and you're living your dream life and you have the freedom and the financial resources to do what you would like. And that's always my goal. So again, guys, without this, without you guys, I don't have this. And I just want you to know how much I appreciate you. So please feel free to reach out. Always happy to get on a quick call. Uh, if you guys are wanting to just chat, make sure you guys come prepared like always. Because uh, again, I'm, I'm willing to help you, but it's only going to help you more if you come prepared with questions in your, your situation. So I can coach help you through that. Um, compared to if you just ask me questions, you could have learned from the podcast. I'm going to just go tell you guys to listen to the podcast and jump off the phone pretty fast. Because as you guys can tell, you know, like I was on over five hours worth of phone calls today. That's just a phone call, right? Like I'm getting up at 6 a.m. to get on an hour phone call. I have another one. I have four scheduled phone calls. Then that's just scheduled. That's not all the ones that get messaged me and all that. So again, I, I try to get back to everybody. Um, it is it is a lot. But again, I enjoy talking with all of you. So feel free to uh, reach out. And the last thing I'll say is I always keep it real. The one thing you can talk to anybody who ever talks to me, I keep it super real. Just like I talk on the podcast, everyone always is like, hey, what are you going to tell me that you don't say on the podcast? Nothing. It's all the same because guess what? If I had to say it not on the podcast and you call me, that means I have to get on a million more phone calls. I'm not trying to do that. I'm trying to give you guys all the resources for free that you guys can use to have the most success. 
So again, that's what this podcast is all about. That's what these videos are about. It's just to help as many people as I can break into this amazing industry and have impact and live the life that they want. And I just want you guys to know, I really do appreciate you. And I will see you on the next one. Peace.